All right. All right. We are going live right now. We are recording on the uh, recording for the audio podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever podcasts exist. I'm very excited. I got a little bit of a different setup. I'm still roughly in the same room, but what you're going to be seeing is different. All right. We are live on Twitter. Very exciting. We are live on Trovo. I should be live on uh, YouTube. We are waiting for D Live and for Twitch to catch up. Uh, this is not a gaming stream, but I think it accidentally accidentally states that I'm playing like contractors when I'm really not. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we got a lot going on. What's this idiot saying on Twitter? Let's uh, let's take a look at. I, I hate this guy, Jeff Tiedrich. A Republican should be forced to carry Herschel Walker to term, even if it endangers the life of the party. Well, wow, it's pretty witty. Whatever. Okay, so we are still waiting on D-Live. Before we get this show started, I am back and I am streaming on a Saturday instead of a Tuesday. I will likely not be able... I, actually, I know I'm not going to be able to do content on uh, on Tuesdays. Uh, probably for the midterms uh, later at night, I'll hop on and we'll talk about the results that are rolling in. We're probably not going to get the results for... What's I'm going to call it? for Arizona, according to uh, Richard Barris of the People's Pundit. And, uh, I mean, just look at what happened with Carrie Lake. We didn't find out that she won the Republican nomination uh, during the primaries uh, earlier this year because of the the way that they're doing the counting. They're, they're trying to make the, the process as miserable as possible. All right, we're still sending data to DLive. I'm still waiting to get things started, man. I got a lot to talk about. There's something exploding right now on Twitter uh, regarding PayPal. Let's see. If we let's just go ahead and get started. Screw D Live. We're gonna wait for this thing to keep sending in the data. Uh, let's just go ahead and uh, take a look here. Um, ba -ba -ba. Let's go ahead and uh, show. Yeah, before we dive into the article, where's my PayPal at? PayPal was trending. I don't know what happened to it. They took it away. Uh, let me see U.S. elections because this is related to the the news, related to the the election. To be honest, this PayPal drama trending really all this nonsense is trending. Nobody cares. Oh, here we go. PayPal. This is what we're going to be diving into first. This is our first major story. We go ahead and put test here really quick. Make sure that everybody everything is being received. All right, everything looks good. Okay, so a PayPal spokesperson told Fox Business that an updated acceptable use policy notice recently went out in error that included incorrect information, adding that the company is not fining people for misinformation and this language was never intended to be inserted in our policy. If it was never intended to be included in the policy, in the you know the, the terms of service or whatever you want to call it, the acceptable activity uh, policy of, of PayPal, why would you even write this down in the first place? It was if it wasn't intended to be used. Uh, so let's just go ahead and dive into the first story. I have no idea what is going on with D Live. We're, we're gonna have to just go. The show goes on. Let's go to the first story, guys. All right. PayPal user you invest uh, in the S and P five hundred. Mute that. I apologize sincerely. PayPal user agreement fining users up to $2,500 for promoting misinformation was set in error, spokesperson says. So this is what's been blowing up all day. This is actually somewhat old news. Uh, people are part of the dissident right, the pe people who are populists, who are, uh, you know, more more on the conservative, edgier side of uh, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. They've been aware of this. This has been known at least to me for a couple weeks now. And uh, this is pretty terrifying. Uh, just given everything that I've said on Facebook, everything that I've said on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, my finances could be wiped out. I will be in debt to the tune of a, like tens of thousands of dollars because of my personally held beliefs. Uh, so PayPal, So right now, this is all the rage today. And it seems like the, the public opinion is clearly against PayPal. So Fox Business or, yeah, Fox News Business Reports, a new PayPal user agreement that threatens to fine users up to $2,500 if they 
used the service to promote misinformation was sent out in error. A PayPal spokesperson tells Fox Business, the updated PayPal acceptable use policy effective November 3rd included an expansion of prohibited activities that includes the ending post uh, ending posting or publication of messages, content, or materials that meet the certain that meet certain criteria. According to the updated PayPal user agreement, the company states that each violation could result in liquidated damages of two thousand five hundred dollars per which would be withdrawn directly from their account. So I'm going to assume that's their uh, banking account, the account that you input your routing and your account number, et cetera. So you're, you know, Chase Bank, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citibank, et cetera, et cetera, credit union, doesn't matter. One of the violations listed according to the agreement is that users may not use PayPal to promote misinformation. This is so damn vague. I want to argue that this is illegal, this is uh, clearly a, a crime of some sort. However, uh, it's also very likely that PayPal is intelligent enough to weasel around and, and uh, circumvent the, the Constitution, circumvent free speech principles, circumvent uh, any obstacle so they can take money from people who are political dissidents, people who have uh, unpopular views that run contrary to the democratic uh, you know, ethos, if you will. You may not use the PayPal service for activities that involve the sending, posting, or publication of any messages, content, or materials that in PayPal's sole discretion promote misinformation. So if you disagree about a particular illness of significant relevance that caused our government, our local governments mostly, to shut down our local economy, if you criticize that specific uh, unusual event... Uh, you will get fined $2,500. If you call out these transformers that want to groom children, you're going to be fined $2,500. Uh, if you have a differing opinion or absolutely reject taking a pharmaceutical product of significant relevance, they're going to fine you $2,500. However, when contacted by Fox Business, a PayPal spokesperson said that the acceptable use policy notice went out in error. And that the company will not find users for misinformation. An AUP notice recently went out in error, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we read that already. The spokesman added that the company is in the process of updating its policy changes and apologize for any confusion. Our teams are working to correct our policy pages. We're sorry for the confusion this has caused, the spokesperson added. As of the publication of this article, the policy hasn't been updated. Uh, let's see. Former PayPal president David Marcus has some choice words. This is David Marcus. He used to be the president of PayPal. He writes in a tweet... It's hard for me to openly criticize a company I used to love and gave so much to. But at PayPal's new AUP goes against everything I believe in. A private company now gets to decide to take your money if you say something they disagree with. Insanity. Here, here. Elon Musk, Tesla CEO and PayPal co-founder, replied to Marcus tweeting, Agreed. Oh, that's right. Elon Musk helped co-find uh, PayPal. Interesting. I completely forgot that fact. The new policy, which was put out in error, they put error in quotations for those listening on the podcast, comes after um, Rainbow People Against Groomers said on September 20 that it had been banned from both PayPal and Venmo. All right, so you guys get the point. Venmo, Venmo is also owned by PayPal. So argue it could be argued that even Venmo would target these specific users for not even unpopular speech, but for truthful speech, because that's really what this is about. So if I have a, an opinion or not an opinion, if I make a claim about the 2020 election that is objectively true, I'm going to be fined uh, tens of thousands of dollars because I made these claims publicly on Twitter. I made them publicly on Facebook and anywhere else where I am allowed to post. So if the, these posts are out there. My commentary is out there. PayPal can come in and take my money. I don't even use PayPal for business purposes. Well, kind of. I do conduct legitimate business on PayPal. I do make transactions on PayPal with individual users for the purposes of assembling, uh, you know, their, their firearms or, or uh, you know, ad administering, uh, you know, services to, to specific individuals who want, like, maintenance and, and, and troubleshooting stuff or, or whatever the case may be. And I also do electrical work. And sometimes people pay me through PayPal. And but because of my personally held beliefs, because I'm, I'm speaking uh, facts, essentially, 
I'm going to be penalized for it. Uh, this is the direct, and then of course it's not a mistake. N none of this is an error. None of this is a mistake. This is happening right before the midterm election. So the midterm uh, election is like what the November eighth, I believe. Uh, I had to double check that. Please, it's not misinformation. Don't don't harm me, uh, YouTube, if I misspeak. I don't know the exact date off the top of my head, but it is well after November third when this policy is supposed to be rolling out. But they they ended up backtracking. So let's just go ahead and go to the second story. We have it right here. Uh, this is from Yahoo Finance. So uh, PayPal. So this just just happened recently, guys. Just a couple hours ago, as I'm making this uh, three hours ago, as I'm making the as I'm doing this uh, stream here. So PayPal pulls back, says it won't find customers two thousand five hundred dollars for misinformation after backlash. Very interesting. So the court of public opinion, the 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 very enthusiastic backlash has forced this multi-billion-dollar company to re reject this policy. And uh, honestly, guys, this is the only thing saving our asses is our lawful speech, is our willingness uh, to to speak out against these companies that want to censor uh, our speech, that want to uh, that want to prevent us from speaking the truth. If you prevent someone from speaking, you're you're essentially stopping them from thinking. People think by talking. Uh, you know, people sort out their differences. People sort out the world around them just by talking to others or to themselves even. Uh, it's perfectly normal to do these things, talking to yourself and talking to others and exchanging ideas and, you know, uh, asking questions. Uh, even asking questions can be a dangerous thing. I've been permanently banned from Reddit. I've been permanently banned from that site since I think 2017, 2016 for uh, interference in the U.S. election. And I'm a U.S. citizen. And I, I was called a Russian spy. I, I was an uh, agent of the Kremlin. And uh, it's total bullshit. It's total bullshit that I was punished for my lawful speech and made to feel like a criminal, like a terrorist in my own country for supporting President Trump. Uh, that's not the way that we should be doing things or conducting ourselves here in this country. Uh, by the way, I'm drinking wine. I'm having a good old time. Hold on. Uh, so what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking wine from Argentina. This is a, a Buenos Aires wine. It's a Malbec. Very, very juicy. It's not new. It's a 2021, but it's still delicious. So let's go ahead and continue with this article. Maybe there's some new information here. Uh, PayPal has backtracked on a public... Uh, on a published policy that would have fined users $2,500 for spreading misinformation, claiming the update had gone out in error. Yeah, see, this is what kills me. This is what kills me. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I'm trying to think. Okay, so some some policy genius, some lawyer who works for PayPal, or maybe it's a company that's outsourced by PayPal. The, the details aren't really clear, and we're probably never going to get the answer. But they're writing down. They, they, they wrote down in, in this policy that was about to be released. They wrote down that they were going to fine people $2,500 for having the wrong opinion. If you say bad things about the Democrats, they're going to fine you a lot of money if you are also uh, utilizing the PayPal services. Very interesting. So it was an accident. It was a total accident that they wrote down somewhere in this new terms of service, this new uh, user service uh, policy nonsense. So they wrote down that they're going to find people all this money. It was a total accident. It, we accidentally wrote down that we're going to take people's money for writing things we don't like. It was a mistake. It shouldn't have gone out. Well, it shouldn't have gone out. Okay. But why was it written in the first place? Was it supposed to be written? Is this the intention of PayPal? Uh, again, the public deserves answers. Uh, PayPal deploys uh, their, their services, uh, you know, for for government officials, for political candidates, for for private charities or or, or, or just private charities, just charities in general. And uh, I think this is a public interest story. And, and I believe the the, the high-ranking officials at PayPal should answer these very difficult questions. Why was this policy written in the first place if it wasn't intended? to be published and, and implemented into their new uh, terms of service. And if it was not supposed to be sent out accidentally, you know, just, just I have so many questions. I, I just, how do you make this mistake? It, it seems, uh, you know, beyond the pale. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and continue. An AUP notice <laughs> recently went out in error. If you invest in oh, the S&P 500, oh, oh, oh. your portfolio oh, may be Hold too up. concentrated in big companies. What the fuck? This can leave it imbalanced and exposed when performance varies. Oh my God. Invesco's S&P 500 equal weight what ETF RSP is spread equally across the S&P 500. God damn it. I, I apologize, you guys. I apologize for that. Okay. So we're back on this. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So an AUP uh, notice uh, recently went out in error that included incorrect information 
misinformation. PayPal is not finding people for misinformation. This language was never intended to be inserted in our policy. Our teams are working to correct our policy pages. We're sorry for the confusion this has caused, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the course reversal comes after the policy changes that started to attract media scrutiny as well as criticism on Twitter. Former PayPal president David Marcus even blasted the company and, and uh, Mr. Elon Musk over the implication that it could seize customers' money for finding their views objectionable. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard for me to openly criticize. Yeah, we were already read that. Uh, let's see, the story continues. Uh, the policy update uh, has a, had appeared to authorize the company to pull a significant sum of money from the accounts of users who spread misinformation, among other uh, newly listed offenses. <laughs> Jesus. You know, and, and again, it's like, look, somebody is doing something illegal under U.S. law, and you want to find them because there might be some sort of damages to PayPal. Fine. You, you want to find people, you want to penalize people for promoting pornography or other explicit content that, that is utilizing uh, PayPal services. Understood. But it goes beyond that. If somebody says the earth is flat, that person is, you know, is subject to a $2,500 fine. If somebody makes a claim about climate change, the ones that are true are going to be fined $2,500. This is a problem. Now, here, here's what I believe. Here, here's what I see. I, I believe that the high-ranking officials, the, the, the wokesters that occupy the, 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 the highest positions at, at the PayPal organization, they think Reddit and Twitter is real life. They, they, they think that censorship is in vogue, and it's not in vogue. It's not popular at all. These things are not popular. But they thought they can get away with it because they were under the illusion that this stunt is going to win them kudos with, let's say, half of the country. But it seems the overwhelming majority of people um, are sensible, are somewhat reasonable, and they are pushing back against this. And this is why they reversed course. Guys, this wasn't an accident. They planned to steal money from innocent Americans uh, or anybody really who is uh, exercising their right to speak, who is engaged in lawful speech and lawful dialogue online or in other places. This is a huge problem. Uh, I mean, just imagine. I mean, here's a real-life scenario. Let's say you're at a bank, and maybe the teller or the, the lead banker or whatever doesn't like your face. Maybe you walk in wearing a God bless Trump shirt or something or a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. And that banker, that teller, they have access to your social security number. They have access to your full legal name. They have access to your email and your phone number. With that information, they can plug it in somewhere online and they can pull up all your social media accounts. Well, there you go. And then if that bank wants to, or if that bank has a policy that, where it's like, if you have objectionable, obscene materials on your social media, if you're publishing misinformation, we're going to fine you like a $40 bullshit fee. For, for being an asshole, for having the wrong opinions. You know, Chase Bank can theoretically do something like that. They could try to. Uh, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, they can try to do these things. I mean, that is the direction that the country is going in. And even right now, uh, you know, the, the usual suspects on Twitter and on Reddit, they celebrate censorship. They celebrate the, 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 the you know, the, the heavy-handedness of these tech companies, uh, you know, and their, their approach to uh, the, the misinformation problem, the mythical misinformation problem. Uh, that's what I see going on here. Uh, this is absolutely insane. Again, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm legitimately terrified that I'm going to wake up one day and all my money is going to be gone. I'm going to have, uh, you know, a charge on my account to the tune of like, let's say $20,000 is, is a conservative estimate because of all the things that I say about the Brandon regime, uh, the things that I say about the, the war in Ukraine, because of my opinions about uh, uh, pharmaceutical products of significant relevance. And uh, yeah, this is a problem. This is a huge problem. But thank God the people on Twitter have uh, lashed out. Uh, let's see if we can uh, read. Uh, okay, Tom Fitton. Tom Fitton is a, is a bright legal mind. I love me some Tom Fitton. What does he say? New at PayPal policy. Uh, let, let's company pull blah, blah, blah uh, from user accounts if they promote misinformation. The left takes another abusive step to control the population in the run up to an election. That is, ex that is exactly my take. 
Uh, usually posts like the fear-mongering nonsense, uh, usually posts like this are fear-mongering nonsense. However, effective November 3rd of 2022, at PayPal sole discretion, they make uh, they may take $2,500 of damages if, you found, uh, in, if you're found in violation of their policies. So let's actually read the policies here. We have them right here. Hopefully you guys can read. I'm just going to read. I know it's kind of cut off of the screen. Uh, let's see. Uh, you are uh, independently responsible for complying with all applicable laws and all of your actions related to your use of PayPal services, regardless of the purpose of, of the use. In addition, you must adhere to the terms of this acceptable use policy. Violation of this acceptable use policy constitutes a violation of the PayPal user agreement and may subject you to damages, including liquidated damages of $2,500 uh, U.S. dollars per violate per violation. That's why I'm saying I'm going to get all, tens of thousands of dollars taken from my bank account, which may be uh, debited directly from your PayPal account, uh, as outlined in the user agreement. Wow. And here's a, a little bit more uh, involving the sending, posting, or publication of any messages, content, or materials that, in PayPal's sole discretion, are harmful, obscene, harassing, or objectionable. Okay, these terms are way too vague. This is way too vague. Depict or appear to depict nudity, sexual, or other intimate activities. Uh, so there goes all the uh, OnlyFans uh, influencers. I'm doing the bunny quotes here. Uh, depict or promote illegal drug use. Okay. Depict or promote violence. Okay. Criminal activity, cruelty, or self-harm. So, so right here, I, I can see a journalist reporting a violent incident. I, I can see journalists or, or, uh, or, or concerned citizens citizen journalists uh, publishing videos asking for donations and because they they might have uh, you know uploaded you know a video of their uh, of like their their own attack or something they might get fined because the because certain groups will look bad um, let's see depict uh, depict promote or incite hatred or discrimination of protected groups or of individual groups uh, individuals or groups based on protected characteristics what about uh, what about white people does that include white people? Because as I'm making, as of doing this stream right now, in the year 2022, uh, hatred and animus towards uh, white Americans, Americans of European heritage, etc., of Eastern European heritage, even, uh, it's okay to hate them. It's okay to discriminate against them. It's in vogue to do so. It's celebrated even, and it's even a part of public policy, even by the Brandon regime. Uh, earlier this year, uh, the Supreme Court had to step in and prevent the Brandon regime from discriminating uh, discriminating against white Americans. The Brandon regime was essentially uh, giving preferential treatment to certain farmers and to certain victims of the the the, the pandemic uh, based on the color of their skin. And of course, the people that were negatively impacted by these policies were people with white skin. So, uh, so are we going to penalize those or only specific races? Only people who like Jared Taylor, James Olsup, Nicholas J. Fuentes. Uh, is, is this who that rule is for and not the racist uh, over at the ACLU or the Southern Poverty Law Center, the ADL, etc.? I could go on. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot, man. That, that, that's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Absolute insanity. Howdy, everybody who's viewing on a Saturday. It's really nice out. It's still pretty warm out here in Vegas. Yeah, I got a drink. <clears throat> Dude, this is really good. This is some pretty decent. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what it is about Argentina, but their wine is generally pretty acceptable. All right, what's the next story? So on the topic of financial harassment from uh, large organizations we have another one oh god the fucking that noise i apologize i'm gonna figure out a way to disable these ads as soon as i uh, jump in all right so democrats con con democrat congressman defends hiring eighty-seven thousand new irs agents it's important to have the revenue streams yeah, the revenue stream. So I, I'm not going to you know, belabor the point too much about this. Uh, a lot of people have talked about this, this IRS uh, hiring push for these 87,000 agents. And there was a bunch of videos of like them training with firearms. And that's also a part of like the, 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 the hiring material, the, the application materials. It's asking applicants if they're competent with firearms, if they're able to carry out certain, you know, uh, warrant executions and shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, did the Democrat backed social spending and taxation bill provides billions in IRS funding that will more than double the size of the agency. So 
I don't know about you guys, but they're like, oh, we're going to go after the billionaires and millionaires. First off, there's not even a thousand billionaires. I don't even think there's 500 billionaires. I think the the amount of billionaires is like in the low few hundreds. Uh, millionaires, uh, dude, I, dude, technically, you know, like I know, I know this guy. He's a, he's a master electrician. He has his own company. He works independently. The dude is a millionaire on paper. He lives really well. He's a millionaire on paper. He owns multiple trucks. He has multiple employees. He pays them really well. He pays for their, their benefits, everything. This dude's a millionaire. He does really well for himself. That is the kind of person that is going to be targeted by Joe Biden's IRS. Again, this is a common theme here where we have um, you know these large institutions, these large organizations targeting people because of their dissident speech. The IRS is somewhat of a political entity at this point they do go after people because of their politically held beliefs um uh you know obama the failure obama the little wannabe king he uh his his irs went after people so if you google lois learn i was really young when this was going on so i don't really remember all the details or at least i didn't care at the time but now i know better lois lerner she was the head of the irs she was like the lead at the irs and she and and her goons at the be at, at you know the, at the direction of a President Obama, they were going after political dissidents based on their political speech, based on their, uh, you know, their their adversarial speech against uh, President Obama. And uh, oh, my God, I'm still I don't know what's going on with DLive. Maybe I was banned. Hold on. Let me double check. I apologize, you guys. You know, let me set my wine down. DLive. DLive. What is going on with DLive right now? Okay, I agree. If your channel has been stuck online, please ignore the automated your DLive channel has been restricted email. Okay. It says I'm offline. Whatever, I'll figure it out later. It's not important. The show goes on. So yeah, uh, uh, fuck PayPal. The iris sucks. I hate Joe Biden. And uh, my goodness, how long have we been streaming for? Almost 30 minutes. My goodness, we're making good use of our time. We got a few other stories that I want to go over. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the fourth story here. See, what do we got? Midterm predictions. Very, very fun. Uh, goodness, I don't even know where to begin. I do not even know where to begin with this. There, uh, start with Nevada. Adam Laxalt versus uh, Cortez Masto. I am of the opinion that uh, Adam Laxalt is likely to win this race easily. He is likely, he's been ahead for quite some time. His lead will likely grow. He has been campaigning like crazy. And he is, of course, very loyal to President Trump. He was one of the first people to kind of spearhead the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, the bullshit election results, uh, the stop the steal era. He was one of the he was one of our leaders, at least out here in the Southwest. And Cortez Masto, she's a very powerful uh, Democrat. However, she's very very weak, very very vulnerable. So we have multiple polls uh, poll, polls polls here showing that Adam Laxall has been ahead, you know, by two points. Uh, for whatever uh, Trafalgar has him at plus four. Uh, Trafalgar Group, Rasmussen, they're generally the better pollsters. They're the more honest pollster. Uh, Richard Barris, the CD Media, they they have him up by like three or four points. Uh, Adam Laxalt is doing well. This is the guy he ran in 2018 to be the governor. Unfortunately, he did not become our governor, and that had some pretty serious, uh, you know, effects later on. Uh, had Adam Laxalt been our governor, our economy would be a lot in a much better place. Unfortunately, uh, Sissy Sisolak is our governor, and hopefully, he won't be after the midterm election. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm praying for. But yeah, if we look over here at this graph, uh, you know, uh, Cortez Masto is just being dragged down. Um, and this might likely have to do for a number. Okay, so there's a number of things going on here in Nevada. So because of the horrific mismanagement of the economy, of the, the pandemic response over in California, a lot of people have fled California. So these aren't like, you know, uppity, elitist. Uh, they're, they're like working class people. They're trades people. You know, they're people with like associate's degrees or, or just some college. And they have to abandon the state because the state is just, they can't live. 
it's not not even just that, but like the crime, crime is a huge problem. Uh, it, it's even a problem out here in Las Vegas, not necessarily the rest of uh, Nevada. Most of Nevada is, is relatively rural. Uh, I don't know about Reno. Reno is kind of like mixed. Uh, it's a lot cooler, so maybe a lot of the crime and stuff isn't as bad as it is out here in the, the hotter parts of the, the state. Um, but, uh, you know, crime, Sisolak is very bad on crime. He's very, very terrible on crime. Just just a couple days ago, we had a mass violent event on the Las Vegas Strip. A uh, An illegal alien killed uh, two individuals, and, and he ended up stabbing a few others. And I, I mentioned this multiple times in other streams and other videos, but Nevada, or at least specifically my city, is a sanctuary city. This is a sanctuary state. We give sanctuary to violent criminals. We give sanctuary to illegal aliens. So people are living and residing in our state. We They're not background checked. We don't know who they are. And this individual had a deadly weapon and he used it and killed two innocent Americans. Two people on the Las Vegas Strip right outside the Wind Casino. And when this story broke, the dorks on Reddit, the dorks on Twitter, the, these cucks, these libtards, they were saying that, oh, it was, a, it was an incel this is typical incel violence because of what's I'm gonna call it. It was a, the the young illegal alien criminal. He was trying to get pictures with these like showgirls who walk around and take pictures of tourists, and the girls rejected him. They said no, so he ended up stabbing a bunch of people uh, and and sending some of these girls to the hospital. And initially, it was always oh, crazy incel violence, but that didn't turn out to be the case. It was an illegal alien who shouldn't have been here. He crossed illegally. That's what Metro has reported. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so that is, and of course, Cortez Masso. She's a promoter of the defund the police agenda. She's a promoter of the give the, the criminals a second chance. Let's give sanctuary to illegal aliens and to criminals and, and make the state a whole lot more dangerous, etc. Um, so, yeah, Cortez Masso is likely going to go down. Uh, unfortunately, I ended up uh, supporting her in 2016. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, get rid of her. Uh, I like Adam Laxalt a lot. I will be voting for Adam Laxalt. I encourage everybody to register to vote. Uh, let's see. Can we go back? Let's go back to the Senate map. Let's see. Who do we got? Arizona. I want to talk about Arizona really quickly. Uh, this is, uh, this is definitely push polling in my estimation. Uh, Arizona somewhat looks a lot like Nevada or at least some parts of it or big chunks of it at the very least. Uh, again, I'm, I'm out here in the Southwest. I used to live in Phoenix and, uh, they, these guys just had a debate, both Mark Kelly and Blake masters. They had a debate uh, to Mark's credit. Captain Captain Mark Kelly, I'm going to call him Captain Sensitive from here on out. He debated Blake Masters. Blake Masters easily won. Uh, Mark Kelly failed to land meaningful blows to Blake Masters' uh, you know uh, image as a, as a reasonable, sensible guy. He wanted to make him out to be like uh, this this evil, super right, far right extremist. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's just not going to happen. Uh, the, this this polling right here, uh, even if this polling right here is, is accurate. From all the where's Trafalgar group two two points? I mean, that's within uh, you know, the, the margin of error. Uh, again, uh, data for progress <laughs> gives a Kelly plus one. So, if we got a plus one plus two, that means Kelly's in a lot of trouble because there's a lot of undecideds in the area, and there were two major events that is going to make or break this race. One, the debate. Mark Kelly, in my opinion, I'm not just saying this because I like Blake Masters, I genuinely believe that Mark Kelly lost. Uh, Richard Barris of the People's Pundit states the same thing. Uh, Sex Hexahammer states the same thing. And uh, Razor Fist, who is an Arizona native, he states the same thing. Mark Kelly got completely fucking crushed. Mark Kelly kept bringing back the abortion debate. People don't care about abortion. It's not like the top five issue for the overwhelming majority of Americans. We're worried about the economy. Uh, and I mentioned in another video, I could barely afford to drive my car, guys. I could barely afford to drive my car. It was, it was less expensive for me to buy a motorcycle. People are worried about crime. I'm worried, like, there was shootings, uh, violence, not far from where I live. Um, you know, the Strip, a lot of people work on the Strip. Some people even live on the Las Vegas Strip. And we're having all these these mass violent events, like like what we saw at the Wind just a few other days ago. Um, that, that's a problem, you guys. That is a huge problem. That is not acceptable. Um, and, and, of course, what's happening here is also kind of happening in Arizona. 
you know, the crime is out of control in some places in Arizona. Maricopa County is the largest county in Arizona. And, you know, the, the people there, they're worried. They're terrified. And much like... Um, much like Arizona or much like like out here in Nevada, a lot of people from California are not just coming here. They're going to Utah. They're going to Arizona. They're, they're going to Florida and Texas, obviously. Um, but but a lot of people in, uh, in Arizona that have just recently moved there, they're from California. And, and again, these are working class people. Um, and the, I think they're going to come out and they're going to stump for, for Blake Masters. Uh, I think a lot of these undecideds, they likely made up their minds uh, after the debate. And Mark Kelly has made it very clear. He's not fit to to serve in the senate uh this is a guy who votes overwhelmingly like 95 percent with the democratic party with joe biden and 95 percent that's a lot that that doesn't look like the state of arizona to me uh I, I can't stand this guy and then of course the ads are pretty funny they're pretty cringy uh he he's saying stupid things like we don't need the the kind of thinking in new york and california to come to arizona it's like dude you're literally funded by google you're literally doing the bidding of the globalists. You're literally doing everything that those New Yorkers and Californians want you to do. You don't, you don't sound like a typical Arizonan. You don't think like them. You certainly don't vote in their, in you know, the way that they do. And another thing that is very significant about this specific Senate race, uh, I, I, I kind of disagree with it, but this did happen. Uh, Mark Kelly made a racial racist statement about Latinos. Uh, some, he called like his brother Rodrigo or compared him to some kind of Mexican. I, I, I don't really get it. I don't get it. But it, it seemed to have upset a lot of people. And Hispanics, they are coming out. They are going to be voting. And they are going to be flexing their political muscle. This election season, we're going to see it. And what we are about to see in November is unlike anything we've ever seen before. It is happening, you guys. And, and again, I have to just remind everybody, when I was at, you know, when I was out there protesting during the Stop the Steal era, uh, I went almost every single day stomping for President Trump. There were so many uh, Hispanic or uh, Latino Americans wearing uh, Latinos for Trump shirts. There was, they overwhelmed us. They were out there stomping for Trump. So this phony baloney narrative that Trump is like a racist and he like spits on Mexicans and shit. None of that is true. Uh, that, that, that's not what the, the data sh shows. That's not reality. There's no evidence for it. And, uh, and I don't think, and it's very difficult to poll Latinos because they're generally very skeptical people. Um, they're, they don't really like to give out personal information over the phone. That's just, they're very difficult to poll. Uh, Richard Barris has gone, uh, has gone, gone over this in length on his podcast. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's right. I, I can understand that. So, uh, yeah, let's go back to the Senate map. Let's talk about another race really quick. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Where's, uh, where's PA at? Where are they hiding PA? Is it oh, right here? Okay. Dr. Oz and John Fetterman. Uh, I, I get a lot of shit for supporting Dr. Oz. Uh, again, I, I, I've never watched his show. I never sat down with like my mom and watched this shit. I don't really care about what Dr. Oz has done. I don't care who he's friends with. Uh, he's a, he's a TV guy. Trump is a TV guy. They give Trump a pass. I say we give Dr. Oz a pass. He worked for President Trump. He's been loyal to Trump. So I am all in on Dr. Oz. Uh, however, uh, Jezebel uh, published a, a, a article, which I think is mostly phony baloney, saying that he kills puppies, that he tortures animals. Uh, so John Fetterman has been uh, basically beating up on Dr. Oz, saying he's some rich douchebag from New Jersey who drinks wine and eats crudite. I don't, I don't even know what that is, but I don't, I don't care. The rich people be eating and doing shit that I don't even know about because I'm not a rich guy myself. And uh, I, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, if I'm if I'm running against somebody and the best I got is making fun of them for being rich and successful, uh, that just makes me out to look like a loser, in my opinion. Uh, so we have all this polling here. Most of this does not look favorable at all to Dr. Oz. Most of these people are a bunch of push pullers like Fox News. That this is bullshit. But even then, like plus four Fetterman, I I, I don't know. I mean, th we we have an individual who is a uh, essentially a communist in Pennsylvania who recently had a stroke, who is cowering and refusing to debate. He doesn't even have, like, good jabs against Dr. Oz besides saying he's a rich douchebag who's out of touch. Dr. Oz is out there campaigning in, in the roughest parts of PA, picking up drug addicts and taking them to get medical care. Uh, he's talking about issues that are very important to people. He's taught he's nonstop talking about crime. I think his language needs to be a little bit stronger, but he's running a good campaign. He's running a clean campaign. And I think 
polling Pennsylvania is, is polling Pennsylvanians is kind of like polling Hispanics in the Southwest. It's very, very difficult to get these groups. And we're also, again, uh, in this specific region of the country, there have been politically motivated murders. There have been politically motivated uh, assassination attempts um, that have scared people into supporting President Trump, supporting uh, Dr. Oz. And I think it's going to be very, I think it's very, very difficult to pull these people. And again, we also have a whole slew of undecideds who have not made their intentions clear. But the enthusiasm for the Republicans is through the roof. It, it is running contrary to the, the Democratic Party, which is a big problem if you want the, you know, communists like John Fetterman to win. Um, I, I think Dr. Ross has this. I, I think the, the attacks against his character are I don't think anybody cares. Uh, calling him a puppy killer, I, I don't think that's going to work. Um, it's too hyperbolic, in my opinion. And, and again, Jezebel is the one reporting this. It's not, it's not showing up on CNN. It's not showing up on Fox News. It's, it's mostly blowing up like on Reddit and on Twitter. And again, Twitter and Reddit are not real life. Um, and, uh, and according to Richard Barris of the People's Pundit, I don't, I don't know how accurate this information is, but uh, the black vote is likely not going to come out stomping for Fetterman. They're li- I'm not going to say I'm not saying that they're going to be voting for Dr. Oz, but they're likely not going to be stomping for John Fetterman. Um, again, this is something that I kind of uh, am apprehensive about. But there was an incident where John Fetterman pointed a firearm at a at a black man, a black individual. He, he was literally just jogging. And I guess Fetterman believed that he was uh, involved in some kind of violent crime involving a pistol and a shooting, yada, yada, yada. And uh, he was called out. John Fetterman was called out and he refused to apologize on the debate stage. I think that's going to hurt him. Uh, Initially, I didn't believe that, but I think it's uh, (laughs) I think there's a little bit more going on there than meets the eye. Uh, So let's go back to the Senate map and let's see what's going on here. Let's pick another race. Uh, Georgia. This is really important. Uh, Raphael Warnock versus Herschel Walker. I like Herschel Walker a lot. He comes off as a very charming individual. He's a lot older now, more mature. He was a he was an athlete a long time ago, very popular, famous athlete. There's actually a famous picture of uh, a young Donald Trump uh, hanging out with a young Herschel Walker. Well, Herschel Walker's son is coming out saying that Herschel Walker was a bastard. He mistreated the family. He, he was, you know, whoring around and he was kind of violent. And, uh, you know, he's, he's all these terrible things. Um, you know, he paid women to get abortions, you know, because he's sleeping around again. He's a, he was a famous athlete. So, you know, he's, you know, keeping busy. And, uh, and then, of course, Raphael Warnock. Uh, he's no saint either. This is somebody who has credible credible allegations against him as somebody who has abused, violently hit his wife with like a vehicle and shit. So it seems like both of these people have uh, some severe baggage in, in their past. And uh, I, I don't think people care. Again, people are trying to really harp on the, the abortion stuff with Herschel Walker. I don't think this is going to land. Again, this is not a really important issue to most people. And sensible Republicans, sensible conservatives should not put on blast people who have had abortions or have dealt with abortions. Uh, They should be a little bit more mindful. They should be a little bit more compassionate because everybody's story is a little unique. And again, I don't really talk about this issue too much. It's very, very personal for the majority of people. I got my own opinions. I think, generally speaking, abortion is gross. I wouldn't want to be with a woman who thinks it's okay to terminate the life of a baby. Uh, again, I want children. So the girl that I'm getting with next, like in a serious way, not just like, you know, for one night or whatever at the club, um, dude, she can't say shit like, yeah, I, I like abortions. I would totally get one. I just, I wouldn't take that chance. Uh, so Herschel Walker, regardless of whatever happens, he appears to be very apologetic. I don't know if this is going to land though, because look at the polling here. Plus two, Plus two tie from Data for Progress. If Data for Progress has it at a tie, that's pretty bad. Fox News has them at a plus four. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Plus 12, not accurate. Not accurate at all. Plus four. I think the the honest answer is uh, th- this is a toss-up. This is razor thin. Um, however, uh, President Trump has come out. He has defended Herschel Walker. He is standing by his side. He doesn't believe a lot of the the lies and the misrepresentations that were made against Herschel Walker. And I love Trump for that shit because he's loyal to his people. He's loyal to his friends. And uh, yeah, man, I just can't help but love him. Can't help but love him. So yeah, 
So right now, this is what the, the the little bar graph here. Let's get let's look at this a little bit closer. So what the bar graph is showing. So this just happened recently. So apparently, Herschel Walker's going downhill after like his his own son is coming out saying all these things about his dad. Now, um, in my opinion, it appears that somebody put the son up to it, but it's also possible that you know Herschel Walker wasn't a saint in his life. Um, just personally speaking. Uh, me and my dad are cool now, but I had some serious problems with my father. There were times where, you know, I said I hated my own dad. I didn't want anything to do with him. I never want to be like him, all that stuff. And even now, I still don't want to be like him. He makes too many fucking mistakes for his own good. But, um, you know, if you got your own kid saying shit about you, like like what Walker's son, you know, you got to you, you gotta atone for, for the wrongdoing. You got to, whatever wrong occurred in the past, you got to make it right now. And Herschel Walker said, you know, no matter what, I'm always going to love my son. Um, that may be true, but it's possible Herschel Walker did some bad shit. Maybe he wasn't always there. Again, I don't know. Um, it, it's a, uh, I mean, this is a, this is a really, really messy election, you guys. I'm just, I'm just be upfront with you. Uh, this can go either way. Uh, Raphael Warnock. I mean, this could be, this could easily be reversed right now. If the fake news industry, if the lying press was honest about who Raphael Warnock really is, they try to say, oh, well, he's a, he's a true Christian. He's actually a minister. Okay. Well, there's concrete evidence of domestic violence in Raphael Warnock's uh, home. It's in court documents. You know, I mean, the, what, the shit about Herschel Walker, it's all hearsay. It's all bullshit. You know, you got all these... Uh, Women coming out saying that he he wanted them to get abortions or he paid for abortions and this is really bad. Personally speaking, I like I I I find Herschel Walker to be very charming. He he's not a linguist though. He's not a linguist. He's going to be debating Raphael Warnock. I don't think he's going to win that debate because Raphael Warnock he he's a lot more intelligent. He's a much better speaker. However, this could be a trap. If Raphael Warnock is too fucking mean, which is a a possibility uh, because that's just generally how Democrats are. They're, they're pretty fucking ruthless. It might backfire. Uh, Herschel Walker is very likable. And uh, I think the young people, they're going to come out and they're going to stump for Herschel Walker. There's a lot of young people that are excited to vote for Herschel Walker. Uh, the kind of people that would vote for Herschel Walker, they're not going to be voting for Raphael Warnock. And just seeing how terrible uh, things are going for Stacey Abrams, you know, it's very likely people kind of, you know, if they're going to be voting for Kemp, they might just go ahead and, and vote for uh, Herschel Walker. I don't know. This is a very, very close race. I'm very excited to see what happens. Uh, praying for Herschel Walker and his family. Whatever whatever happened, you know, it's their business. It's in the past. Hopefully he sorts it out. Hold on one second, guys. <clears throat> this is also, I mean, I don't want to sound like a fucking SJW, but all this fucking racism against Herschel Walker, people are so fucking gross. You know, it's like, oh, he's he's like, a, they're calling him like a dumb black man and stuff. And, uneducated, you know, just... All these gross stereotypes. Like, again, he, he wants to be a leader, and, and I think he's going to do good if he ends up winning, and, and I hope Trump carries him to the finish line. Wisconsin, I don't want to belabor this point too much. I'm in total agreement with, uh, <laughs> with Richard Barris on this. Uh, Ron Johnson's going to win easily. Mandela Barnes is too much of a radical. Uh, for the governorship, let's just go over to the governorship really quick, the governor map. Little baby Tony Evers. Oh, shit. Wisconsin. Yeah, the uh, the Trump endorsed Tim Michaels. He's gonna win. Look at all this. Look at all these polls here. Uh, CD Media has him has him up a little bit more. Uh, let's see, Trafalgar Group plus one, Anzalone plus three, Fox News plus two. So yeah, this is a guy. He's got like a construction background. Uh, he's got a working class background, and then of course Tony Evers is kind of like a career politician, really really snotty, weaselly guy. Um, there's, there's a lot of reasons as to why the shift is happening. Um, you know, Wisconsin is MAGA country, clearly. Uh, this is lost for the Democrats, plain and simple. Uh, some of the things that come out to, uh, that, that pop out in my mind is, of course, the Kyle Rittenhouse fiasco. Kyle Rittenhouse and, and a lot of these young individuals that came out to defend Wisconsin, that came out to defend the people from these violent Black Lives Matter activists. And, um, you know, the, and then of course the, these these heroes they they were just completely smeared by the fake news uh, industry, by the regime media, and uh, the, the the people of Wisconsin that they, they, they don't like it. I, I see a lot of negative shit about the Democrats, about BLM and Tifa, but not about Kyle Rittenhouse, not from people in Wisconsin. And then of course there was that uh, that massacre in Wisconsin, 
the Waukesha massacre where a violent Black Lives Matter activist ran over all those people. And it was so horrific. And the president didn't say anything. Tony Evers didn't say a goddamn thing. These people were just, you know, sweep it under the rug. We can't talk about this at all. The only uh, vehicle-related murder or attack that we're allowed to talk about is the one that took place in Charlottesville however many years ago, where only one person, was, you know, died afterwards. Um, and even then, that didn't appear, in my opinion, to be political. It seemed like the, the idiot that was driving the car was being chased and some other shit happened. I don't know. It was The whole thing was messed up. But uh, this act was deliberate. This attack was deliberate. And the Democrats had nothing to say about this. Uh, which is interesting because usually they're, they're, you know, the Democrats uh, always jump on the opportunity to stand over the bodies of dead people and politicize it for their own personal gain. But they didn't do that here. So Wisconsin is lost for the, uh, for the Democrats, in my opinion. Tim Michaels will be the next governor. Um, Ron Johnson is going to end up being the next senator or he's going to uh, he's the incumbent. So he's going to stay right where he belongs. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Hold on. I'm getting all these messages on, on uh, Discord. OK, never mind. I thought something was happening. Let me drink. Hope everybody's having a nice night. Let's go over to the mini display. We got a few stories I want to get through really quick. All right. Let's take a break really quick. Talk about something a little more lighthearted. <laughs> Bounding into comics reports. Amazon Studios boss Jennifer Salk admits to censoring the Lord of the Rings. Rings of power. Reviews over points of view that we couldn't support. I don't care. I'm not going to read all this shit. Uh, I just want to comment really quickly that this show sucks. This show bombs so hard. They should just drop that shit over Syria. Uh, they'll, they'll do anything. They'll do. This is like like what, the, what PayPal is doing for the Democrats. Amazon is doing for their woke garbage content. If you have the wrong opinion... If you don't like their their bullshit, whatever they're selling, <laughs> they're gonna censor your comment. That is pretty damn funny. And I don't again, I don't think this is review bombing. Woke? Yeah, thanks, Alex. Yeah, this is definitely woke. Look, I grew up I love like I loved all the wizards. Hold on, let me put up the Twitter thing. I loved all the wizards. I liked all the dragons. Uh, Lord of the Rings was very, very special for me. I remember I think I was like in middle school or like in fifth grade. And me and like a bunch of my friends, we went to go see Lord of the Rings and it was so special. And it was so amazing. We saw the first one. We saw Twin Towers, Return of the King. But now it's like, uh, I saw, what was it, Dave Colin? He did a really interesting video. And he was talking about, uh, he was showing there was a scene where they were making like analogies to like the Civil War and slavery. And I'm just like, I'm so glad I never wasted my time watching the show. And it is a shame to see uh, what it's become. Uh, luckily, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Peter Jackson has completely rejected, uh, or, or he he was uh, denied uh, a job at Amazon working on the show because I guess they didn't want to show him the script. I don't know if any of that shit's true. But uh, yeah, this is fucking great. I love it. I love it. All right, so what else do we got on the mini display? We're going to go through these stories quickly. Oh, I lost my fucking mouse. Oh, yeah. So I mentioned this earlier. <laughs> Jezebel reports that Dr. Oz is a puppy killer. Again, I don't believe this. This, this, this smells like desperation to me. Uh, John Fetterman, the communist, who's got a hideous growth on the back of his neck. Uh, this is all he's got. He's a rich guy. He's got 10 mansions and he kills puppies. I mean, dude, this is like, sounds like some shit that I would say if I was running for office and I was losing horribly. So, yeah, they're saying that, that you know, PETA's involved. I, I, don't fucking care. I don't, I don't believe it. I think Dr. Oz is a good, honorable man. Again, I was never, I don't really care about the show. My, my exposure to Dr. Oz was, um, uh, what was it? He, he did an interview with Jordan Peterson and he was just so thoughtful and, and, and just, he seemed so sincere and genuine. Uh, I, the guy is rubbing off on me and then seeing him, uh, pick up the, these drug addicts. Again, I'm not trying to be funny or, or snarky, but there were these drug addicts in in Pennsylvania, he's picking them up, he's getting them in his truck and he's getting the medical care. And he's talking about crime that, that impacts these people. And, and, and the people who are drug addicts and roaming the streets, they're not really violent. As unsightly and as annoying as they might be, they're, they're, these people, in my opinion, are victims. And he's, and he's literally saving their lives. Um, 
it was uh, it was very emotional, very emotionally overwhelming. And uh, yeah, you know, and then of course we have a porous open border, which Dr. Oz talks about. That's pumping drugs into uh, very vulnerable communities. Uh, again, I, if I was advising Dr. Oz, I would warn him, like, dude, your language needs to be a little bit more precise. You got to be a little bit stronger. But but the guy is he, he's incredibly intelligent. He's great on camera, and of course, uh, let's go back to the media display. Of course, uh, well, this isn't the most flattering picture, but he's a handsome man in any other context. And uh, that I mean, you contrast that with a uh, with a communist ogre. Let's see if we got a picture of commie ogre John Fetterman in this article. Yeah, they don't like to show his face much. Dude, the guy wears fucking hoodies in the summer. What's going on there? What's going on there? All right, what else? What else do we have? The mini display. Oh, I lost my mouse. Hold up. I just want to talk about uh, <laughs> what this means. I'm not going to go through this whole article. Uh, yeah, so blasts on bridge to Crimea hurts Russian supply lines. So there appears to have been some sort of, what, terror attack in Crimea that harms the Russian war effort. Uh, this bridge is very instrumental in the war effort for Russia in their occupation of Ukraine. And uh, that this is a major escalation in uh, world conflict related matters and then of course we had this uh, attack on the nord stream for that let me get rid of this yeah size of nord stream blast equal to large amount of explosive you untold so this is nord stream so apparently they got like videos of this which is very suspicious and uh all sorts of other information going on which is a uh, it's like so let me get this straight. So there was like, did they have like a drone in the air <laughs> video recording this specific pipeline as it blew up? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this is certainly an escalation. And then of course this happened not long ago. Oh boy. Hold up. Where's my mouse? Uh, U.S. said to believe Ukraine behind assassination of Putin aides daughter. So this is uh, Alexander Dugan. And this is his uh, very beautiful daughter who is no longer with us. She unfortunately passed away and a terror attack that appears to have been carried out by the Ukrainian government. Very interesting. So all of this uh, is tantamount to an escalation in, uh, in, in the conflict that we're seeing in, in uh, Eastern Europe. Now, is there going to be a World War III? It appears that that is what the regime wants. Uh, right now, we're almost in the middle of October. We are inches away from the midterm election. Will a hot war a hot conflict with uh with the russian government will that benefit the biden regime and uh, i lean more towards no i don't think the will to fight any more wars is in the america is is like i don't think americans have it in it to do this again uh you know we're, we're seeing uh you know all these people in the military refusing to re-enlist we're, we're seeing every branch of the government unable to fulfill, uh, unable to uh, fill up their, you know, the, the, the ranks. Uh, you know, so I'm just like, and let's say there's a, there's a hot war. Are people really going to be uh, anxious to sign up? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't think the, I don't think a major conflict is going to happen. I hope cooler heads in the, at the Kremlin prevail and uh, prevent us from uh, going down this very dark path. That would be uh, that wouldn't be good. Uh, let me see what what do we got going on on Twitter before I clear out of here because we're almost at an hour, so I made pretty good use of my time. This is excellent. I'm glad to be back. Oh, fuck this guy, Jeff. Jeff's such a piece of shit. All right. Anomaly writes: Question of the day: Is male circumcision safe? Healthy practice or barbaric general mutilation? It's a barbaric genital mutilation, in my opinion. Uh, oh, you know what? Undead Chronic. We're probably going to end off right here. I like Undead Chronic, and I'm glad that he's returned. I'm not going to get uh, too much into the, the personal stuff that he went through, but started off the stream talking about PayPal and censoring lawful speech and taking money away from people. And because of Professor Chronic's very unpopular speech, well, it's unpopular to the, the globalists, the internationalists. They don't like what he's saying. They ended up taking his money. 
they took a lot of money from him and he was going to use that money to create a product and, and of course sell it to, to the people who were paying for it or, or give it to people that were paying for it. It was like a comic book. It was, it was art. And then of course he goes on the stream and he says some things he probably shouldn't have said. And then, um, some bad things happened to him, but he's back now. And, uh, I'm glad that he's back. Cause, uh, dude, some of his content is like the best shit. I love under chronic he's so goddamn funny if you're not subscribed to under chronic you are insane um but yeah we are here we're at about an hour so i'm gonna finish this delicious wine probably play some video games because the night is still early and uh yeah of course you can catch this uh podcast on spotify apple uh and pretty much anywhere where there's a podcast link in the description at anchor.fm and uh, more content to uh more content to be released throughout the week very excited about that and i don't not I'm, I'm gonna be fixing this d life shit i don't know what's going on there but i'll probably do gaming streams on sunday i don't know dude i gotta work out something new with my schedule but i think saturday saturday works out pretty well for me uh to, to do the the traditional uh podcast so that's fantastic just trying to make sure everything everything's working well though everything is working really well that's all that matters all right so i'm gonna stop exactly at one hour I might pour me one more glass of this delicious Buenos Aires wine. I'm like shilling it like some kind of, some merchant. I ended up getting this wine. Dude, there was like a box of wine for like 80 bucks uh, on Groupon. And I was like, this is way too good to be true. But I bought it anyways. They delivered a giant box, a giant crate of fucking wine. And it is so delicious. Every single bottle of wine that I've had, exceptional. Uh, I can't complain. Uh, I like the red stuff. The red stuff is uh, more masculine, in my opinion. The white stuff is for the ladies, in my opinion. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We talked quite a bit about a lot of things. So uh, yeah, cheers. Have a good weekend and all that good stuff. Register to vote and vote all Republican. Peace out.